Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, my name is Kelly Brownell. I'm the director of the Rudd Center for Food Policy and Obesity at Yale University. Our guest for this third of three podcasts is Dr. William Dietz, director of the Division of Nutrition, Physical Activity, and Obesity in the Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Prior to his appointment to the CDC, he was a professor of pediatrics at the Tufts University Medical Center, uh, very well known for his scholarly work on obesity as well as his expertise in the policy arena. Dr. Dietz is one of the true heroes in dealing with the national problem of childhood obesity. So I'm delighted to have you here. Glad to be here, Kelly. So I know you've been quite involved in a number of national initiatives to address the childhood obesity uh, issue. And let, why don't we start right from the top, the, the Let's Move campaign mm-hmm. done by the White House. Could you explain a little bit about what that's about? Sure. And, well, this administration has been characterized by a variety of initiatives that uh, address obesity. These really began with the Surgeon General's uh, Fit and Healthy Nation report, which was released in uh, January of the uh, first year of office. Um, That was followed by a child obesity task force that the White House convened to begin to focus on what to do about childhood obesity, which in turn was followed by the development of an HHS task force, Healthy Weight Task Force, which positioned HHS's initiatives uh, around this issue. HHS being Health and Human Services. Yes, thanks. Um, And the driving force behind lots of this was the First Lady of the United States, Michelle Obama. And it's hard to think of anybody else who could have had the impact on this issue that she has had. One of the problems has been the visibility of this epidemic, And, and not so much the visibility in terms of is it a problem, but a a focus on this um, at the community level and awareness on the part of parents that childhood obesity constitutes a problem. And Mrs. Obama's willingness to talk about this and to make some highly visible efforts to address it, beginning with the White House garden and the promotion of fruit and vegetable intake, Um, but followed by a variety of other initiatives like Let's Move Cities, Towns, and Counties, an effort to invest mayors in addressing childhood obesity. The um, Let's Move in Indian Country, which uh, has made substantial changes in schools and hospitals in Indian Country. Uh, The initiatives that we've been most closely involved with at the CDC have been the Let's Move Child Care Challenge, which has set standards for child care um, that reduce... Um, the availability of sugar drinks, increase water availability, um, make sure that low-fat and no-fat milk is provided, calls for 60 minutes of physical activity a day, uh, and controls uh, television time. Those standards have been incorporated into the Let's Move Child Care Challenge, which um, are voluntary standards, but which thousands of child care settings are now beginning to implement. so she's really been instrumental in, uh, at the highest level of the administration in focusing uh, attention on what to do about obesity. She was also instrumental in the passage of the, hung- of the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act, which has provided um, standards for food served in schools, um, a monumental achievement that is now moving on to put standards on competitive foods sold in schools. And, Competitive foods are those foods that are served in competition with the usual um, uh, school lunch. Um, 
that right behind that is uh, our, is going to be an effort to uh, address the uh, to develop standards for the child and adult care food programs, which are the programs that set standards for food served in child care, um, modeled by the state of Delaware. And interestingly enough, the the child care initiatives were started by an uh, effort between the Nemours Foundation in Delaware and the CDC. Um, and early on, Kevin Concanon, who's the undersecretary for food and uh, uh, nutrition and consumer services at USDA, was very supportive of this. Um, in addition to these initiatives, there's been a real focus on breastfeeding uh, promotion. There was, um, there was a mandate in the Affordable Care Act that said that companies that employed over 50 people had to have available facilities for um, lactating mothers to um, express breast milk and store it. Um, and more recently, there have been funds that have been uh, directed towards the development of baby-friendly hospitals, hospitals which make breastfeeding the default behavior and, and clearly have increased uh, both the initiation and duration of breastfeeding. Um, more recently, the Surgeon General's call to action on breastfeeding has emphasized those same points. So across the administration, there have been multiple, multiple efforts to change the environments in which children uh, find themselves. And at the Partnership for a Healthier America meeting, which was uh, kicked off in late November of last year, um, Mrs. Obama announced that the focus would be on physical activity, which has been a relatively neglected area with respect to obesity prevention and control. Uh, it's not clear what that's going to turn out to be, but there's certainly major opportunities around restoring physical education or recess to schools um, and uh, to promote walking to schools uh, as well as activities after school that promote physical activity. So I think um, one of the most unusual characteristics since I've been in the federal, in the 15 years that I've been in the federal government has been the leadership um, and the, uh, of the First Lady, as well as the very substantial efforts at the national level uh, to change the nutrition and physical activity environments in which children live. Um, usually I try not to editorialize in these things, but I agree with your assessment of the First Lady that Michelle Obama st strikes me in my interactions with the Let's Move campaign as being such an articulate, passionate, committed, spokesperson for this that you just you, she has this credibility and of presence that I think is so mm -hmm. nice about her so in some ways she's been a great gift to the field of childhood obesity because of her passion for the topic right now given that uh, how subject do you think these national initiatives are to the outcome of the next election it's hard to know um, the other the thing that I didn't mention is that the Affordable Care Act um, which has um, begun to address obesity in the medical setting. Um, and um, one, uh, as well as to provide funding for community programs. So the CDC received about $370 million for community initiatives um, two or three years ago when the Affordable Care Act passed. Those funds were dedicated to a program called Communities Putting Prevention to Work. And about 50 plus communities were funded with those um, monies. And two-thirds of those communities were focused on nutrition and physical activity. Since then, in uh, subsequent years, the, uh, an additional $170 million have been appropriated for 
another program, community-based, called Community Transformation Grants. And again, a major focus of those grants has been on nutrition, physical activity, and obesity control. The concern is that if the uh, Affordable Care Act um, is found unconstitutional and completely dismissed by the Supreme Court, those programs are going to disappear. And those programs represent the best hope for understanding at the community level what kind of mix of policies are effective in obesity prevention and, and control. Um, the, uh, the other thing that jeopardizes those funds is that those funds come out of the Prevention and Public Health Fund of the Affordable Care Act, uh, which is supposed to grow to $1.5 billion over the next three or four years. And that's an, an, a critical investment in community-level interventions aimed at prevention and control of obesity. So uh, I think those funds are very vulnerable to uh, whatever happens in the next election, uh, particularly if uh, the president is not reelected. So you spent a lot, a lot of time over the years testifying before Congress, working with policymakers at all levels of government. Do you get a sense that there's growing bipartisan support for dealing with this obesity issue? Uh, no, I think uh, I, I don't have I don't know the answer to that question. I think that I, I've said before that I think that strategies which affect economics, health, and the environment should have bipartisan appeal. And some of the initiatives that are likely to be effective at obesity prevention, particularly community-level interventions that meet those criteria, by all means should have bipartisan support. But I'm not sure how effectively that case has been made. So that'll be a very important thing for the future so that whatever momentum has begun can continue across administrations no matter who's in the White House. Correct. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I think these all these initiatives that you're talking about at the national level are signs of something, signs of the nation caring about the issue, taking it seriously, highest levels of government involved, involvement, and coordination of the agencies in Washington to help deal with this. And I think you played a major role in that in your position at CDC, so I thank you for that. And well, I should have mentioned that, that, that the other characteristic um, of this administration, which has been in contrast to previous administrations, is the extraordinary collaboration across agencies. Um, USDA, CDC, FDA, most notably, have been talking to each other about not just obesity, but food safety, nutrition standards, and uh, that's really been exceptional in my experience. Good. Well, that's a positive note to end on. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Our guest was Dr. William Dietz, Director of the Division of Nutrition, Physical Activity, and Obesity at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Please visit our website, which is at www.yalerudcenter.org. You'll find a variety of resources on food policy issues, an email newsletter that gets sent out regularly at no cost, of course, and links to other podcasts from the excellent visitors who come to the Rudd Center. Thank you.